Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Millennial Verses. I'm Keenan, one-fourth of the MV team, and here with me today, as always, are Laura, Tolly, and Amelia. Today, the team and I will be discussing the topic of opposite-sex best friends. Can this type of friendship work? What about when one of the friends gets into a relationship? Are boundaries necessary, or is there no difference between a same-sex and opposite-sex friendship? So my first question for you guys is, have you ever had an opposite-sex best friend? Yes, yes. I grew up in a small Christian community, and in my church, it was mostly older folks, and then, you know, a few parents, and then even fewer children. And there was one girl, but then she moved away, so then there was just me and, like, two or three boys, and they ended up being my lifelong best friends. Like, to this day, still love them to death and trust them with my life. Awesome. It was definitely a challenge to navigate in some relationships where my partner was not comfortable with my relationship with them. And that was always just like a a red flag for me anytime my partner was unsure about them because Mm -hmm. they knew my boundaries and didn't cross them. And it was just interesting anytime a partner tried to isolate me in that way. So for me, it was a red flag whenever partners were upset about it. But I can also understand in situations where, you know, the friend may be overstepping boundaries. Have any of you have that happen to you? Yeah, I have an opposite sex best friend, um, actually a couple. And that has become a challenge when you just look at relationships as in what are those boundaries crossed? Because just looking at previous experiences, personal or as you just see as others go out, people like to definitely cross boundaries and test, find their silver lining and walk those thin lines. And then it can just lead into you. What do you see as a boundary versus what does someone else see as, sees as a boundary um, on that? So that's a very interesting question. Like I can see the challenges that you described with your childhood best friends and growing up to your relationships where those can be red flags because at that point it just becomes on a really like, okay, why are you seeing it this way and how am I seeing it this way as well? You definitely have to navigate um, a little bit differently, I feel. You have to make sure that specifically when you're in a relationship, your significant other still feels comfortable. I think one of the ways to ensure that is to introduce them, like from the beginning, say, hey, this is my friend. Um, this is my significant other. I know with one of my really, <laughs> one of my really good friends, she sat both me and her boyfriend down and was like, listen, Keenan, this is my boyfriend. He's not going anywhere. And she told him, listen, this is my friend. He is not going anywhere. So I think whereas in the beginning, there was a little bit of a power struggle, I think, or or um, I'll just go ahead and say it. maybe a little bit of jealousy on both sides. And, you know, um, but we ended up saying, OK, obviously, neither one of us are going anywhere. So we have to figure out how to be friends ourselves. And here we are five, six years later and we're friends. We're all friends. We're like like three peas in a pod, I guess you would say. So I think introducing the friend and the significant other and having not necessarily their own relationship, but just an understanding of each other and each other's position in that person's life is so important. Yeah, I agree. I think it comes down honestly to communication because mm-hmm. thinking about me and having guy friends while being with a partner, like I definitely co- think it comes to respecting your partner and also respecting your friend. And like Amelia was saying, like, you know what boundaries you have. 
um, me kind of thinking about the opposite, my partner having an opposite sex best friend, um, I feel like for me to be sort of trusting of them, I would want to know sort of their history and whether it's ever been sort of romantic. Mm. Uh, because then at that point, I would almost be questioning like, they're your best friend and you, you know, one of you guys like the other one, like, why aren't y'all together, you know? Um, but I think, yeah, it just comes down to communication and sort of their, your friend's role in your life. Um, whether either they have ever had romantic feelings for you or you have ever had romantic feelings for that, for them. Um, cause then, and that's when it sort of gets complicated and sort of awkward for a partner, whether it be your friend's partner or your partner's friend <laughs> or for your partner and your friend. Right. You mentioned that it's part of communication, you know, like you're in a relationship and you say like, Hey, like you introduce your opposite best friend, right? Opposite best friend. How, do you think that should be like right off the back within the relationship where you're just like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I have a best friend that's opposite sex. Or do you think they just kind of ask who your friends are? And I think I'll let it, you answer that one. <laughs> I think it should be introduced from the get-go. Only because not only does it show... It shows trust from the beginning. Like, hey, there's nothing that I have to hide from you as uh, my significant other. There's nothing that I'm ashamed of. Nothing that you have to worry about. You can trust me. And here's why. Here's my friend that I've been friends with for years or, you know, however long. This is our relationship. This is how we are. And I think that your significant other will appreciate and have a lot of respect and trust from you from the beginning of your relationship as opposed to being something later on, like, well, why didn't you tell me about this friend in the beginning? Because then I feel like it could look a little sketchy. Especially if they're like your close friend. It's like, why have you never brought them up? You know, mm -hmm. if you're truly close friends, like it's different. It's like a sort of a childhood friend that you talk to, you know, once every couple months, like that's different. Um, but yeah, if it's someone who is supposed to be your best friend or one of your closest friends, like it's strange that your significant other wouldn't know about them. I agree completely. One, for you call someone your best friend, that means they're calling you their best friend too. And that just means you probably communicate a lot. So on there, like if you're just having a conversation, if you're going to know someone, you'll mention like, oh yeah, like I'm just yeah. talking like my friend so-and-so. And they're like, oh, who is that? And that's just where you go in the conversation. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. What are some of the pros and cons of having an opposite sex best friend? Perspective. <laughs> Definitely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like as a male that screws up a lot of times within relationships <laughs> like just having a female's perspective on hey like why did this go this way like truly sit me down and like tell me like we trust each other we know we're like both trying to like stay find this love for it like just in life and as a best friend you want to help me be in the like go the right direction so why did i mess up like, i need that female's perspective it's it's like a little bit of insider but with that being said do you think that there should be boundaries set on how much you speak about your relationship, romantic relationship with um, your best friend of the opposite sex? I think it's sort of being respectful generally. Like, I don't feel like it should matter the sex of your best friend of how often you talk about how annoying your partner's being you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. and maybe if your best friend matches the sex of your partner then yeah you can get sort of some more like perspective like Tolliver was saying about 
you know, why is he thinking this way? Or why did he sort of do this, you know? But I don't think that there's sort of, ba- I mean, I, I would just say just general boundaries of your relationship, uh, talking about your relationship, you know? And if it's like, there's only one person that I really like give sort of details that I wouldn't want other people to know about my relationship. And that's like my closest friend. So it's like, if it's your closest friend and you already tell them things anyway, then what mm-hmm. does it matter what their sex is, you know? Right. Some people feel like having a conversation about what's going on in your relationship, romantic relationship with a friend is inappropriate in general. Some feel like, which which I think is a little weird because your friends, in my opinion, are who you go to when, you know, you're yeah. just like, okay, I can't figure this out. What's going on? What's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I think that circles back to earlier what we discussed is just insecurities within the relationships and boundaries as definitely mm-hmm. really says kind of red flags. Like if they can't understand that you're going to your friend for advice on a relationship with you, like, all right, what's yeah. up with right. that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people do feel like, though, that specifically when it is someone of the opposite sex like that is inappropriate that's a little funny to me because I'm a bisexual woman so for me if we're talking about opposite sex in terms of like they can be potential romantic partners Mm -hmm. it's kind of a free-for-all for me so like you know yes you can't trust women and men but you also can't trust women and other women you know (laughs) (laughs) that's so for me it's kind of all the same but my mom used to always tell me that like you're you will forgive your partner but some people in your life like your mama will never forgive your partner Mm. if you tell her so like (laughs) thinking about (laughs) boundaries in that term you know yeah (laughs) i'm not saying that you should hide abuse like there's lines Mm -hmm. definitely yeah definitely Definitely. but just sometimes your partner might find things more private than maybe you did like for maybe embarrassment reasons or whatever the reason is you know but yeah I could also see it as a red flag you know where it's like hey we don't want to you know dismiss abuse or hide right massive red flags but just thinking about communication with your partner and like maybe talking about hey this is how comfortable how far I'm willing to go you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah Absolutely. With that being said, has there been a difference in how you operate with other friends who are women? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's definitely a difference because, I mean, in terms of treatment of my girlfriend versus my other female friends, of course, the treatment was completely different. You know, I spend much more time with her. You know, we do most things together. Like, everything is a lot more focused on her. But as far as my other female friends went, it's interesting because we kind of consider our friends by orientation in a way. And then the ones that are gay or are bi that we know of, there's like boundaries of respect. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just understand like not to cross certain lines with other people's spouses or girlfriends or partners of whatever sort. So then right. it comes right back to the whole communications and boundaries thing. It's it's crazy. But yeah, my treatment of my girlfriend totally different and maybe in a way like looking back like time consuming when it came to my other female friends but it was honestly so easy to hang out as a group or to go out to the gay bar or something like that so Mm. I don't feel like it was lacking like in other friendships because in female relationships it's so easy to include community because we like 
to tend to hang out in groups anyways. That's but, true. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's true, though. Speaking yeah. on boundaries, I know Laura and I have spoken before about how we operate when either one of us are in relationships. Laura and I are very, we're just cool. We're, we're comfortable yeah. with each other. But we know when one of us get in a relationship, that pretty much just stops immediately and we respect each other's relationship. So it's like, like we said before, like an unspoken, we kind of just don't lay next to each other like that anymore. Or an yeah. unspoken, like, we don't talk like, you know, as playful as maybe we were before because we respect each other's relationship and relationship boundaries. We can still play around and be cool with each other, but now there's a line that's drawn in the sand and now there's a boundary and we respect each other's boundary without even having to say so. Yeah, agreed. So like, what if your partner, they see a boundary as you guys just can't hang out at all? Like, say you got in a relationship, KJ, you got in a relationship, Laura, and they're like, hey, like, no, like, I get it. I respect it that you guys are friends, but... Why we're in a relationship, like, I don't want you guys to, like, really communicate much whatever based on my previous experiences. How would you handle that, you know? Like, is that a point where you stop that relationship with that person? Or do you and Laura just say, all right, hey, we respect it. We're in the state. We're in relationships now. We'll pause our friendship here for a little bit. I have to be 100% transparent. I don't know what I would do in that situation because... I'm not someone that you can control <laughs> if that's uh, if that makes sense. So you can't just tell me like, <laughs> Hey, y'all can't hang out anymore. And I'll be like, Hey, I'll show you. Like, that's just like, like, I'm not, I'm not that petty to where I would blatantly disrespect my significant other. But what I'm saying is I don't like anyone to tell me I, I'm just, I'm very independent and I, I like having my own autonomous space. I'm my own person. So I would really have to think deeply as to, who would have to go, especially when I know that I've remained respectful, I would definitely try to figure out, hey, is there any other way that you would feel comfortable? Is there any other way that I can make you feel comfortable with, you know, Laura being around? Maybe it's unfortunately that me and Laura only hang around when my significant other is there. I think that's a bit much, but if I'm able to maintain my friendship and Laura would agree to that, then that's what I would do. But I I can't just say, like, I'm going to cut Laura off. We've been friends for 10 years. I, I couldn't just be like, yeah, babe, you're right. What? She's got to go. No, I can't. I can't do that. What about you, Laura? What would you what would you do to me if your man said <laughs> Keenan's got to go? <laughs> I think I'm very similar in that I am very independent, so it would literally drive me insane if a partner said that I couldn't do something. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm kind of jumping back to what Amelia said earlier as that sort of being a red flag. Um, obviously, like, sort of, I guess the only reason I would kind of, I wouldn't even say be okay with it. I would listen to the idea what? as if me and my partner had been together for a while and they had a good reason for us not hanging out. Yeah. Um, and I would be open to listen to why they want to do that um doesn't mean i'd necessarily agree <laughs> to, to doing that um but yeah if it was sort of like an early in the relationship sort of thing i'd be like yeah that's not gonna happen i mean thanks for the suggestion but no right. you know like yeah 
That's a really awesome question, though, Tali. I'm going to throw it back to you and Amelia. What would you guys do? See, I would probably be like Laura, where it's like, okay, so if it's been a really long time and they find out just something insane about Tali, that Tali just, I, I don't know. I don't even know what it would take. Because I am so, like, passive mm. when it comes to friendships and relationships. I'm kind of introverted, so, it, and I'm, I don't know if y'all are into astrology, but I'm a Pisces, so, of course, everybody just looks at me and they're like, oh, yes, soft little water <laughs> sign, wonderful. And I just am very go with the flow. I normally don't mind. But yeah, it would be one of those situations where it's like weighing kind of the checks and balances of like my relationships with each person. But yeah. What about you, Tali? I mean, we are, we're all very similar people, but kind of the way we go about things are very different. Um, I'm the same. Just I would have to just have an honest conversation on there. It goes back to communication. I know we'll be vulnerable communication, vulnerable conversation from both ends because essentially I will ask the person like why? Like why? Like yes. not just mm-hmm. aggressively but like simply like please like let's talk let's talk right now as someone I see as my partner. Why is this a problem with you? And like let me please explain to you how my best friend of the opposite sex has gotten me to grow to this position. As I said before, how she's gotten me to like have this perspective to why I think we'll grow now. So like I would definitely like try to do like a little turn of the tables, you know, and just like let them see like, no, this isn't a bad thing. But I would also let them know I'm listening and trying to respect what they're saying and like why this may be a red flag in their eyes and why it's not in mine and just kind of let them know, hey, no, this is not something to worry about. So to you three, <laughs> if the shoe was on that the laugh, other foot, <laughs> just, no, you know, no, just just handing it back to you guys. If the shoe was on the other foot and you really felt like this person is being disrespectful of me and my relationship. And you gave clear examples as to why them and that friend just, it's detrimental to your, your relationship. And they were just like, but we've been friends for X amount of years and there's nothing inappropriate and there's no issue. I don't understand. Would you end it? Like, let, let's say that you guys were in a relationship for years what would you do if you were in that in that position? That's a hard. I feel like it's easier said than done. I guess I should say, because I've definitely been in relationships where I've been like, oh, before I'd been in them, I'd be like, I would never deal with that. I would never go through that. And then I was in one, <laughs> and I was like, here I am, still dealing with it. You know. Yeah. Um. I think you know, because I feel like you use the word disrespected. And I think that's the really important word right now. Like, if I feel like this person is disrespecting me is disrespecting our relationship. Ultimately, like if that person's their friend, and they can want to continue that friendship with them, like, it's either you or the friend, you know what I mean? Like, unless, unless you just sort of want to deal with it and sort of to each their own, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So being single and being in a not long-term relationship, I would say probably drop the person. But (laughs) if I was actually in that position, my answer may be different. I think that's very well said because sometimes you don't know what you would do until you were in that position. Or sometimes when your heart is involved and invested, I think especially the longer it is involved and invested, your answer is most likely going to change so i think that's very well said yeah i think i could give like a firm i would just 
there'd be a tough pill to swallow, but just have to leave. Um, mm. One, out of the disrespect that you mentioned, but then also, even though the time has been years as you like kind of framed it up, sometimes it takes years to realize you don't like something. Um, instead of just keep it going on, just having those toxic phases and energies keep up with you, you just have to be like, all right, I'm out. It's just a tough band-aid to pill. And that's just me talking from past experiences, you know, like I was in a shit five and a half years and it was just probably that previous, you know? So I'm just thinking like, even as it goes on, you learn what you like and yes, it can be all great, but if you really need, like, I will say need, like your best friend of that opposite sex helps you throughout life. And this person's mm -hmm. saying, no, you can't do that. I'm sorry. Like, I hate it. It took us this long to realize this. I didn't ask this question earlier on, or we didn't really dive this deep into the conversation, but this will not make like my soul happy like because i'm a person that's very spiritually connected to so i would just have to be like i'm i'm out <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah i would like to say that i would i would do the same thing i don't know if i, would, mm, I get I, your hesitation <laughs> truly though bro because like really the question you're asking is like would you leave love for your opposite sex best friend yeah that is what the question is that's that's a hard question um because like love is hard to find you know you have it and it's like this is one thing that you're gonna leave it for but how big is this one thing it's your best friend that you're calling it so i, I can know. compromise on things but i cannot compromise myself those are two yeah. different things yeah, i so. think it also goes back to sort of communication too because if like say it's my partner feels that my best friend has disrespected them Am I taking a side, first of all? Am I siding more with my partner? Am I siding more with my friend? Or am I in the middle? Um, because I definitely feel like you can surround yourself with people who are opposites. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, maybe they just see each other at, you know, holiday parties or birthday parties, you know? They don't have to be best friends. Um, but again, sort of, as long as they're respecting each other and sort of, agree to disagree on things I think that that's fine it just comes to the point of are they treating each other in a respectful way are they treating my relationship or my friendship in a respectful way you know what I mean like it's just kind of communication and if your friend and your partner don't like each other then you know maybe you need to just sit down and be like you know why do you guys not like each other what is it about the other one that either annoys you or you know, something like that. So definitely try to figure out different angles of trying to work through and following, finding a solution. Yeah. If possible. And then if not, <laughs> yeah, you know, your boyfriend got to go Lord. Cause I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you three for being here. Thank you to our audience for tuning in yet again. Hopefully you guys were able to learn something from us just as much as we have from each other. Be sure to follow us on at Millennial Versus on Instagram. Until next time, guys. See ya.